You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Good afternoon, everybody. This is The Four's Hardcore Sports Talk. I am your host, Ron Taylor, alongside my co-host, Mr. Bernard Hall. Uh, we have a very special in-house guest today with us, Mr. Robert Jameson. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, you. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Detroit PAL, Detroit Police Athletic League, uh, a bunch of their programs that a lot of people may not know about. So uh, what we, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kick it to my partner, Bernard, so he can give Mr. Jameson the proper introduction. Good evening, everyone. This is Bernard Hall. This is the Hardcore Sports Talk Show, and we are excited to have uh, just a great guy, a childhood friend of mine. And, I mean, we go back many, many years, and I tell you one thing, he wears a lot of hats, but you're talking about very well-spoken and passion and love the kids. We are going to go ahead and get excited. He is the C. OO and now the CFO, correct? CEO now. CEO now of the Detroit Pal. And he wears a lot of hat. He's all over the place. I don't know how he does it, but we're going to let him explain it. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend. Mr. Robert Jamerson. Yeah, I just first want to say thank you guys for uh, for having me here. I wouldn't have missed it for the world. Um, sitting next to one of my my legends, as a matter of fact, in my phone, I got uh, Bernard Hall as legend. <laughs> just uh, wow. if you don't remember, uh, they used to black out the the field at Martin Luther King to see him and uh, Darnell and and the rest of them go at it. So um, I truly appreciate this opportunity, and um, I'm also humbled to be a part of PAL. So for those that um, no, some of their best days were at uh, Little League football and Little League sports. Absolutely. That, um, some people went to, to high school and went to college to play, but most of all of us had a chance to play in Little League. Yes, we and, did. And um, that was the time where your, your friend was your friend, and even when you played against them, they were your friends because you, you always had something to talk about. So I am uh, honored to now be in a position where I started at nine years old and now I'm at – uh, the helm and having a chance to really help kids find their greatness. So I just want to thank you guys. Very welcome. Very welcome. You're very welcome. We're happy to have you here. We're not going to tell his age from, you know, <laughs> he's been involved from nine, but I can tell you one thing. He's a great guy and, uh, he fits the bill for it. He can, he can take care of it right off the back. Uh, Rob, we'd like to know and we'd like for people to know all of the great programs that PAL has going on. And I've had a chance to come to one of the forums where they had the Detroit Tigers there and introduced them to the to the people of PAL and anybody who came or were invited. And they actually talked and let people ask questions, shook hands, gave out paraphernalia, everything that, you know, the stuff that the Tigers had. And you talking about just great and a welcoming, beautiful place. Uh, Rob, go ahead. Tell us, tell us about some of the programs and then we'll get back and elaborate on some. All right. So, so most may know, um, PAL a lot of times from their football program. So, you know, from West Side Cubs, the Steelers, the Falcons, back to the Wolverines, to the Panthers, 
all those organizations, the Raiders, I can name them all, but I'm not going to do it at this time. So every, yeah, the Giants. There we go. Shout out to the Giants. Brandon Graham is still a little upset at me, but we're going to keep going. Well, since, since he went there, then, you know, I, I, I got a championship in two places. Ah, so we got to talk about the Orange go. Crush, ah, the Miley Tigers, you understand? That's before I came to the Wolverines. So since we opened up that gate, you know. I'm just saying the Cubs wasn't the only one that was champion. Okay. I told you, look. Giants put it down too, baby. You talk Little League and you'll get everybody coming hey, out the world. Right. Hey, this ain't the last separate, but we can make it get out. Now. Absolutely. 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 I, I, I had a flashback when you putting that face mask on when you first got your helmet. Ain't no question. That's right. You're so geeky. You ain't even ready to go with pants that you out there ramming people. Right. You're getting it ready. So, right. so But we, we do football. We do basketball. We do baseball, soccer, track. Golf, uh, volleyball, tennis. I mean, you name the sports. We got over 11 sports that we get kids involved in. And what's unfortunate is that even when I was coming up, I only knew about football. Right? And that's the, the very thing that I was going to say. A lot of people don't even know. A lot, there's a lot of people don't even know that they have basketball, baseball, or anything like that. Everybody's just, so, right. everybody's just so focused on football. Right. And, and a lot of times what's different about PAL and what makes it unique and what makes it special is that PAL serves almost like a hub like the NFL. Right. So you get these separate organizations like the the Raiders and the Giants and the Steelers, mm-hmm. all these organizations that are within PAL, just like the NFL. And so a lot of people may affiliate with their organization mm-hmm. and may miss out on the great work that PAL's doing to right. organize the league, to pay for the fields, to make sure it's safe and clean. And those are bills that got to be paid. Right. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And sometimes yeah. people and, and sometimes they don't like when your coach was found out that they were cheating and now pal has to come in and make sure that it's fair play. And right. spank that hand. Right. Absolutely. And so when you're the overseer, sometimes people can sometimes misjudge what your role really is and how important it is. Right. right. But outside of that, outside of not knowing the sports, we also do youth enrichment programming. Right. And that's mm-hmm. that's the heart of what really matters yes, in the community. Right. Because we know sports can take you so far. Right. But education continues to open those doors. Absolutely. Right. But sometimes when you're looking at the mentor to the parent, to the kid, we get focused on the sports aspect of it because we'll see the Brandon Grahams, right. the the NFL players that make it to the league, but it's such a small percentage that make yes. it to that far, right? Right. And so what, what we have to focus on are those youth enrichment things that help a kid really find his greatness, right? We're sitting in a broadcast booth right now, and when we're sitting here, um, guess what? Another kid could do this. He Absolutely. may, may still be able to be around sports, right? right, but do it from a different avenue, and guess what? Make some good money. Absolutely. Yeah. Make some good money yeah. doing that. Make great money. You yeah. hear Charles Barkley say that I ain't going nowhere. This is the easiest money I ever made in my life. I'm, I'm having fun right. every day. I'm tell- yeah. and, and what sports does is, though, it teaches you the discipline. There's discipline in everything that you do. That's right. You can't just Rules. come in front of this mic and do what you guys do every day. That's exactly you know what I right. mean? They, could, they, they think it's simple, and they think you can come on here and just naturally be comfortable and get people engaged and be able to have people that want to come and listen to what you're talking about. Right. But it's a skill. It's prep work. Before the show started, Darnell said, I mean, uh, 
uh, Bernard sitting here talking to me about, hey, here are some of the things we're going to discuss. Here are the topics right. that I've been researching. Mm-hmm. So it shows everything. That's prep work. That's, That's pregame. Absolutely. The leg work has to be done. I tell the kids all the time, when you're getting ready and you're practicing and doing the thing, the work is done while no one is looking. Absolutely. And then if you do the work the right way, then you don't be in a game or you don't be in the classroom and testing time or you don't be speaking at the at, up on the forum speaking and you go blank or you see people be in the game and they done practiced and done chalk talk, meetings, hours of practice and running and getting in shape and they'll disappear at certain parts of the game. And that's no good because you're training your mind to be able to react. It ain't always the best team or the best talent go win. That fares out. But the ones who are the most disciplined and who can make the adjustments from minute to minute are the ones who are going to win. So that's where education come in. And that's why we have my good friend Robert Jamerson here because he understands and he came up. And believe it or not, the thing still stands about the village to raise a kid because the park that we came up with, they wouldn't, the grownups there would not allow you to be where you wasn't supposed to be. Your parents can come drive past and they'll see you where you're supposed to be because the grownups will say, you ain't got no business over here by that dice game. Get away from here. They doing some drugs over there. Get away. But now you leave, you send your kids to the park. If you don't watch it, Petey Pablo go have them running see, errands for so, You know, so many times, man, you know, yeah, I go out, I've been out to football games and you see kids, you see parents just, it, it takes everybody to be involved. Mm-hmm. You see parents just drop their kids off and they just go. And they know practice uh, practice lasts two hours. So they go for two hours and they come back and get them. I just think that it should be a joint venture, man. Parents should be there hand in hand with their child, always learning what's going on. Because, you know, but they're just looking at the league, uh, football league, like it's like, you know, the coaches are babysitters. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just seems like no one is involved. You have to be involved for your child to evolve. So you and know. and that's that's what I love about where we sit at Detroit Pal, right? Right. The football field, and I'm just going to talk about football, just because I love that aspect. But it's such a right. rich environment. Yeah. It's it's an environment where you have a mentor or a coach who the last time they had any success was when they were out on the football field. Mm-hmm. So now they're coming back. And they may not be doing things in the order of like, I got my job and now I'm coming back to be able to give back because I now I have time and I have money to make sure my family's taken care of and now I can help out Real another big. family. Right? Real big. That's, that's, that's the environment we're in is that we have some mentors that are mentoring the mentor while they got, they have kids and youth that they're also trying to help get to the next level. Right. right? So it's a very rich environment it's, and a lot of people can't handle it. When you come out there, you're going to see some things that may not align to how things should be, mm-hmm. right? But in the grand scheme of things, everybody out there is trying to become better at whatever they're doing. Absolutely. After a while, when you're a coach, when you're saying hard work pays off, blah, 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 after a while, guess what? Mentally, you start listening to that. I got so many success stories when I started thinking about people when I was coaching out there that didn't have all the answers. Right. But because they were out there coaching and being in front of them kids after a while, they had to look in the mirror and they had to start taking care of themselves. The parent is no different. A lot of times right. parents that are out there, they don't know any better. Right. They, they they're out there trying to figure out I got an active kid. I need to get them around somebody. Yeah. So they bring them out there. Right. And so to your point, you have to understand your role. 
And your role as a parent, I'm going to make it simple. Right. You look at effort. You look at attitude. You look at actions and behavior. If you stay focused on that, don't look at winning and losing, right. but look at their effort. Are they still doing everything they can do? Right. right? Is their attitude right? Is their actions right? And is their behavior right? Those are the things that are going to allow them to get farther in life, but more importantly, make them employable at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Man. Because absolutely. how many had bad coaches? Wow, a lot. You know, when, lot. when you think about it, you didn't have a bad coach or you didn't have a bad manager that mm. doesn't think that good of you, right? They, mm. they think less of you. But guess what? Somebody is watching you and saying, but I like Bernard. Man, he put in work. His attitude is great. Mm-hmm. You may not see what he got, but guess what? If you give him to me, we're going to make it work. Absolutely. Right? So if you keep those controllables and you focus on that, you ain't going to blame the teacher. You ain't going to blame the parents. So that just made me excited right there. So we're going to get to this point. It's five after. We're in studio number three. This is the Higher Court Sports Talk Show. And the phone number, we're going to open the lines, 248-579-5260. And we have my great, great friend from childhood, from Little League. Boy, we've had some hell of a times. We have him here in the studio, and, and we're just talking about PAL, and we're trying to educate the parents because people don't understand how important that is that the parents have their arm around them. And I'm, we're going to go into this forum because this this works hand in hand. Last week, we our guest was Jordan Lewis, and we had Mike Damon Webb, Webb, Damon Webb. I'm sorry, let me correct myself, Damon Webb, and we had them on the show. And Jordan has a camp at PAL this year, absolutely, and they're going to be giving away free equipment. So nobody can't fool us no more like they did back in the day. Everybody heard. Everybody heard Robert say that they got football, basketball, cheerleading. Lacrosse is coming now, brand new. <laughs> they you tennis, volleyball, volleyball who, who golf. Knew, who so knew that there was and, all and of the these beauty, sports. the beauty of that is people think we're competing. We're not competing with anybody. Mm-hmm. If we don't have it, guess what we want to do? We want to connect you with who has who it. Who has right. it. Right. And who can point you in the right direction. Absolutely. Just like he said about the coaches coming back, you got guys that doing really well in life and can take care of their family. The bills paid and ain't nobody hungry to the first. Then they go come on. You got one week, and then you got to prepare for next month. And if you got the money, those of those of us who are financially uh, you're blessed and wealthy, they still got a problem. People say, "Well, what's that? They can pay their bills." You still got to decide who you go pay and who you go make wait. <laughs> so you know, it's always some type of a problem with it. But the thing is, just like Robert said. Those coaches and who passionate about it and who comes back are the ones that he's just like we are over football or you or you were baseball that hit or that catch that you made that play like a golf shot that one golf shot make you come back again and that's what it is you want to feel that passion can you get mentally sound enough to be able to make a decision right right away just like the NBA playoffs are going on right now and. Some of the teams, it's a toss-up because everybody basketball IQ is in the right place, but the ones shine when it's time. So now you see a team running, players running out of gas. Mm-hmm. They wasn't in shape. You seen Draymond Green go and you lose twenty five pounds during the season to get ready for the playoffs. So that's the type of commitment. It's a commitment to excellence. And you got to say, those who stay will be champs. So we're going to go into this and uh, we're going to let Robert tell us about 
the uh, camp that's coming for Jordan after my host, Ron Taylor, elaborate. I was just going to elaborate on the same thing. Not only Jordan camps, just let everybody know that I'm pretty sure there's more camps because I think mm-hmm. that uh, – uh, what is, what's his name? Um, Brandon Graham's camp's coming up. Right. Reggie McKenzie. Reggie. We were part of Reggie Doesn't McKenzie. Doesn't Desmond King have one as well? Desmond King is coming yeah. up. Yeah. So all yeah. of these camps, a lot of people, we just, a lot of people don't know about. We're just trying to inform everybody, you know, just to come on out and, you know, take, um, take a, participate in all of this Absolutely. Stuff. I know back for the Reggie McKenzie camp, we were one of the first teams got there, and we always had prayer. And he, he called, after all, it's been years, you know, and he called the prayer for the Reggie McKenzie camp, the Trojan prayer, because mm-hmm. we were one of the first teams to come and attend this camp as a whole team. And, you know, that stuff right there is monumental. Those guys have moved on and in business and doing what they got to do. But, Rod, just tell them about more people, camps and stuff, and just the mentorship. Everybody caught up on the sports. But we want everybody to know one of the most beloved people for PAL is Mr. Willie Horton. Absolutely. absolutely. Mr. Willie Horton is a Northwest graduate. And uh, I just want to throw out homage to him because he was one of my heroes. And uh, I still have my Willie Horton baseball bat. And... uh, you talking about a, a super guy and a conversation that you want to have. And we just want to throw Hamas out to the person who adopted and raised him, Judge Keith, a Northwest High School graduate, a Husky. Right. And uh, he's gone and he's, we'll see him on the other side because he, a great guy, Judge Keith. He was monumental in this city and made a lot of things happen. So mm. we want to throw homage to him, but I want everybody to know that. Mr. Willie Horton is one of the most beloved. I can remember going. I remember Willie Horton's bar on the ground. Right, absolutely. <laughs> you my you dad, remember that? My dad, <laughs> yo, my dad and your, your dad used to take us there yes, they did. and tell us to get back there and play pool. <laughs> Cut it out. Look at that. What, what time is it real quick? What time is it? <laughs> wow, we got 10 after. Okay, so it's 10 after, and so everybody know. Uh, I probably didn't broke a record without talking about St. Mar de Pours. Right, right, right. I probably right, didn't right, broke right, a record, right. but okay. I'm going to show you how everything is connected to it. So uh, Willie Horton actually played for Ron Thompson. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah hell, so, son. So baseball. what people don't know is. Hell, son. Yeah, hell, son. <laughs> you know what I mean? So Ron <laughs> Thompson was really a baseball guy. Talent. A lot of people knew him for football, but he was a baseball guy. <laughs> yes, yes. So yeah, Willie absolutely. Horton was little. We used to have this circle, right? This the ceremony that we would do. Uh-huh. So Willie Horton, I'm first meeting because I heard all these stories from Tom about Willie Horton, Willie Horton, and Willie Horton was giving back to the programs mm-hmm. for years. Brown paper bags of money he would collect and not even count it, and just hand it to the people for pal for the kids. Man, wow. it's, it's 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 things like that where people don't really know mm-hmm. who who gave back and didn't want all the credit for it and all that. But but Tom, but what have him getting circled? So when we first finally met. And I told him that Tom was my coach too. He he started talking about man, Tom would have us get in a circle and hold hands. And he said, I don't want to hold nobody's hand. But what he taught was, you can't do anything alone. It's unity. Unity. Uh, unity. It's unity. We were talking before the show started about Absolutely. how much more could we accomplish mm-hmm. if together. we just all work together? Absolutely. Right. What people don't realize, guess what? It's enough money for everybody to make. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's it's pal serves about fifteen thousand kids. Guess how many kids in the city? Got to be over four hundred thousand kids, or not, more, or more. We're not competing 
with anybody. Right. What people want you to think is that you're competing against another league. Guess what? If you play that league, now the competition just got better. That's right. Yeah. Right? And it's going to make you right. better. And it's going to make you better because you're not competing right now. We're competing on the world range. You think you're competing in Detroit. You didn't miss the mark for sure. Right? So when you start thinking about where Powell is uniquely positioned is that we're the hub. Mm-hmm. We're here where kids have been trusted to come here for over 50-something years. So when I start thinking about what you're talking about with the camp, so we got Jordan Lewis camp coming up on May, May 26. Mm-hmm. And shout out to his his mom, who yes. I, I've been joking with her because we've been talking. Mm-hmm. I don't think she ever coming back to Detroit because <laughs> she's down there making sure <laughs> she, yeah. everything is taken care of in Dallas. That's mm-hmm. right. But his camp is going to be phenomenal. Last year it was phenomenal. First oh, year yeah. in the league. But what I loved about Jordan, and you probably saw it when he was on a radio show, mm-hmm. he's the most sincere, humble, most humble, humble most back. appreciative, yes, and want to see these other kids achieve right. what he's achieved and more. Mm-hmm. Man, it is a pleasure seeing those kids yeah. come back, right. those yeah. those men come back, right. and, and be able to open the door for somebody else. We got Desmond King's camp. Mm-hmm. And if, if you don't know Yvette, Yvette Powell, um, you oh, got to yeah. know the, the women behind these men, the men, right? right? Because what yeah. they did when we talked about parents earlier, they may not been able to transfer them somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So guess what they did? They went up to the school. That's right. They yeah. walked them to school. That's right. They made sure if it was trouble, guess what? I want yeah. all the kids to come over my house. They was, yeah. they was and you're going to be under my wing. They was right. the modern-day Madea. You know what I mean? Yeah, ain't so, no question. Uh, Desmond King's camp is June 29th, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So why are we hosting these camps? It's, it's once again, yeah, so it's about football, right? But it's also about bringing kids out there so they can be kids. They're mm-hmm. not thinking about where I live at. They're not thinking about the crime, the poverty, not eating, and all these other types of things that's, that's real right. in the city. And and not to not to cut you off, but to piggyback off of that, once they see these guys and they knew where they grew up at and they knew how they grew up, they say, hey, man, you know, I got a shot to do the same thing. I can do the same thing these guys are doing. So... That's you know, really. man. It's, it's it's what you're saying is is exposure. Yeah. Right. So one guy told me that a, he was this top pilot, and he said, "Well, how did you get there? You grew up in St. Louis and blah." And and he explained it. He said, "I was going on a plane, and I went to the back of the plane because we were all the way in the back. We could only afford that seat." Right. The stewardess came and walked me all the way up to the front, and when they opened that cockpit, and I looked in that cockpit. I knew that's what I wanted to do. Absolutely. And I you knew that's what it. I wanted to be. That's right. If you can see right. it, you can be it. So guess what? A, a zip code determination, doesn't, it doesn't determine no. where right. you're going to go. Because Absolutely. there's too many successful people. If you can make it in Detroit, right. we you the real. You can make it anywhere. Yeah. We the real. I just saw, I'm going to do a shout out. I just saw a guy on, on Facebook yesterday, uh, plugged. He had, he had P. He had the plug gear, Detroit plug, mm-hmm. right? I'm yeah. doing a shout out for no reason because guess what? His gear gonna sell, and somebody else gear gonna sell. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. We support yeah. our own. We gotta learn to support each other to make sure that we get farther than the next man. That's you right. Me, you you just gave us these cards. You might as well give your man a shout out. Absolutely. We're gonna oh, give Kool-Aid. a sh- yeah. We're gonna give <laughs> a shout out. He's in Royal Oak and he has a new clothing line. He's a great guy. His name is Kool Aid and it's called A Y V Fresher. Very nice sweet sweatshirts and sweats. 
and he has jeans and shirts, camouflage, and he has ladies where you don't have too many places here where they got a nice little store or boutique. It's some, it'd be some chauvinism going on. So I, when I see ladies that have one, I tell them, oh, I'm not coming to your store because you ain't got nothing for me. <laughs> it's easy to have a handkerchief or some cufflinks or something for a man because a man will come in and buy a woman something. Especially if, if I got to sit there and say, how's it look? That's exactly you right. You know what I mean? Have mm-hmm. something so for me. We want to give him a shout-out, AYV Fresher on Royal Oak. It's 208 West 11 Mile Road. I was just there earlier. And uh, (laughs) great guy. I bought some stuff and uh, very nice stuff. So everybody support him. The lines are open, 248-579-5260. We have... Robert Jamerson here, and we just got a really great forum going on. So we're going to touch on how all this stuff works hand in hand, and we're going to hit the educational side and let him know the things that Pal has going on as far as helping these kids with their ACT. Uh, they got a program called Grade Check. They're affiliated with some of the nonprofits who help kids. Uh, Pal is is loving I can remember going back, and we used to be the most excited about having to go and get your physical <laughs> before before you get your equipment and stuff. And, and guys like Willie I'm, I'm Horton. I'm trying to behave myself, but when I think of physical, all I hear is <coughs> – Right. But nobody wanted no shot, though. When they brought them needles out, they got quiet. They do the cough, cough, and the yeah, physical was over. absolutely. But uh, – Man, it would be guys like Dave Bing and Willie Horton that would just show up. You didn't never know who was going to show up, but they did. And uh, we remember those days. But now it's on a different level because, see, when you have an opportunity to get your degree and you want to be a lawyer or you want to be a doctor or you want to be, you know, like Alan Page, he's a judge, a Supreme Court judge. You got people that's heavy like that. I know several guys I play with. Guys that got their doctrine, you they just was quiet about it and never knew because we got this persona in our society and within us that we don't want to let nobody know how smart we are. That's no good. You got to let people know how smart because it's always someone who needs some help. Man, it's, ge- it's genius in all of us. You know what I mean? And that's that's the thing. When you're trying to help a kid or a youth find their greatness, it's genius in all of us. You just need the exposure, the opportunity, the access, the awareness. That's what it's all about. Randy Huggins, he's out in Hollywood. He he yes. played for the uh, the Colts, went to that fabulous school, St. Martin de Porres. But when he yep. was trying to find his way, guess what? Hustle, grit, same determination that he had in sports. He took it to Hollywood. And guess what? His authentic way that he looks at things is uniquely positioned to be able to have him have sustainability from the power. That's so right. Now he's on stars. stars you know what yeah. I mean? He's 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 doing it, and you can't be more excited for anybody uh, because guess what? He grew up in the same area that a lot of people that's listening right now grew up. And we have people from here, David Allen Greer, who was on In Living Color. All these people are big stars, and if you call out to them, you can get some help. You know, 
We got my man who uh, he went to. He actually went to Country Day. He's Angela Bassett's husband. Oh, there we go. Yeah, my man's heavy. Shout out to Jamel Hill. Yeah, Jamel, you know what I mean? People yeah, don't realize got, she she went to Tyndall. She started her she, days she started at Pal at Tyndall. Right. Mm-hmm. We she used to be there when we played the basketball. <laughs> there we and go. And it was one part of seven mile against the other part. Right. Oh man, if you don't stop, we just uh, hold on. Mean, I just heard. I just heard Prevost versus Rutherford. Let's yeah, go. That's right. And we was the our team was the Coil Crushers. Don't you? There we go. There we go. Street football. Sideline tackle. Absolutely. (laughs) And when the cars come and everybody say freeze. (laughs) And then the car go. But real quick, this is very, very dear to me. And I learned some news on Saturday morning. And it's really, really crazy because I spoke with him. You talking about a sweetheart guy and loved football and loved mentoring the kids. Uh, we raised him as a baby Trojan at Henry Ford, and we are going to have a candlelight vigil and a balloon let go and bring everybody to the field after the going home. He passed away on Saturday morning, did not wake up out of his sleep. We're talking about Keith Ballard. Mm. Uh, he's assistant coach with Mike Marshall of the Detroit Ravens. They are back-to-back national champions. He played on all of the Henry Ford championship teams. He went on to Minnesota and played offensive tackle, and then he played in the World League with the the Baltimore team. Mm -hmm. And he got hurt and was still really great and just never went back. But he loved – you're talking about love the kids. So he posted on Facebook and said – my body's hurting. I'm thinking about going to the doctor. but And I called him. I said, Bell, what you mean you think about it? You got insurance, man. You know what he told me, Rob and Ronnie? He told me, man, I love the kids so much. The last time I done that, they kept me in the hospital five or six days to get my blood pressure down. I don't want to miss practice because I love the kids so much. And I, it had, I had tears in my eyes. And I said, bro, you got to go, man. He said, okay, big bro. And then Saturday morning, man, one of the guys called me, and I was on my way into the barbershop, and I fell to my knees. And uh, just love, Bal. Bro, we'll see you on the other side. And uh, you're going to be getting shouts out, shout-outs all over. It's on Facebook, and we'll mm-hmm. let everybody know when the services and home going is. And uh, big shoes to fill, really, really big shoes to fill. So Yeah, but we, I, I saw that, and um, when I look at because I was in the health industry for a while, and – the the bigger thing is this guy told me a while ago, when you're in a plane and they say the oxygen mask comes down, they say put it on yourself first. So even though you can think you're doing some good things, you That's gotta right. get to the hospital. You know, oh, yeah. we got we got so many risk factors, cardiovascular risk factors. Yes. You gotta listen to your body, man. You gotta yeah. listen to your body because you may be able to catch it before yeah. it gets to a point where they can't turn it back. And so many men are so afraid to go to the doctor just because of what they think that the doctor may say. That's but right. you have to go. Mm-hmm. You have to go and get checkups. You, you have go. to go every year to get your uh, get you a physical every year. Yeah. It has to be done. Right. You know, yeah. life yeah. is short. Life is precious. You're not only yeah. living for yourself. You're living for other people, your family. So, yeah. and, you know. and, and and Rob, I, I argue with my cousin. I tell him to go all the time, but I said they can't fix how you look. You know what I mean? It's just that's just who you are. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke, but uh, <laughs> keep it light. But uh, yeah. yeah, you really do have to go to the doctor. I was watching Good Morning America this morning. Turned the TV on, and it was a kid from University of Kentucky. Yeah, I saw the that football one, yeah. player, right? Right, and he had the little spot. 
and didn't know what it was, and it happened to be skin cancer. Right. And they were also talking about how Bob Marley died, said he had a little dark spot Mm -hmm. inside his toenail and just ignored it, and that's what killed him, the skin cancer. Right. So if you're listening right now, you got to be real. There's something that you may be dealing with that you like, oh, it's going to go away. So after that second day, you thinking it's gonna go away. Third day, it's gonna go away. You need right. to go in. Mm-hmm. You know That's what right. I mean? We we I was listening on the radio and they were talking about uh, one of the challenges with the U.S. is that we I think we have over 100 million people that don't have Medicare or medical medical. That, uh, That's right. Uh, Just because they service. won't sign up. And and so we have to do better, right? And we got to encourage other people that don't know any better to do better. So listen to your mom, listen to your your aunt, listen to yourself, and go in. Go in, get checked out. Do what you have to do because you can't help nobody else if you can't help yourself. And real quick, uh, she's a really, really good friend of the family. She works for the VA. And uh, I, I call her Auntie Gladys. And she, uh, we talk all the time. And she said, you know all these people that you see walking around with uh without a leg or limbs and all that he said they said they didn't these ain't the people who got hurt over in the in the war these are people who don't have insurance or wouldn't go to the doctor mm-hmm. do what they said do and they had to get their leg or foot or arm or whatever cut off because they had diabetes and wouldn't change their diet or they just wouldn't go to the doctor was afraid and they're walking around like that because of that and you know their 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 spirit is killed. It's you know they don't have any more. They don't have no more to give now because they don't like being that way. So I can say myself, it's a true blessing because you know in the years that I played ball and banging and everything, I uh, end up stopped playing because of my ankle. But I hurt my hip as well and didn't know it and end up having hip surgery. And then I had a little skin tag on me, and uh, that's like a some hair growing into a skin and it make like a, a, a skin tag. a mm-hmm. ball So I told doc when I was getting ready to have my surgery, I said, can you remove that? And he said, boy, you're a smart young man. He said, because I get a lot of people, they be scared to say move something because right. I said, well, I wasn't born with it. So I don't want it. Don't <laughs> right. You know what I mean? That's right. no good. I don't, I don't. So he took care of it. And, uh, it's just a testimony of what you were talking about. Listen to your body and listen, listen to those of you who have uh, someone special in your life, whether it's mom, dad, or your kids, and they tell you to go to the doctor. They telling you right. Listen right. up. The the other side of that is that we also deal with the mental aspect, right? So there's some depression, there's some tra- yeah. trauma, there's some other things that are out there that not only you as an adult face, but kids face that. Right. It's not natural to hear gunshots. It's not natural to, to know about somebody that's died and go untreated and not have it wow. talked about. Right. Wow. So there, there's a lot of things that are out there. Right. And so we got to break that stigma in the community yes. thinking that it's natural. You got veterans that come back and get millions of dollars that they're, they're given for services because they've seen it. Yet when it happens over in a domestic area, the gunshots and the violence, we, we go untreated and then we wonder why someone acts out. Right. So. I, I'm just bringing it up because I want to keep it oh, keep yeah. it real, you, but I, I you want you to to be yeah. really thinking about what's out there and right. the types of things that that we deal with that sometimes just go unsaid and they say suck it up, keep keep working. Uh, you know, it happens to everybody. It's like no, nah, that's that's not natural. The, the human body just doesn't deal with stress that way because that's it right. causes other chemicals in your body. To not produce the thing. Just in a simple thing, there's this thing called serotonin that's in your brain. I'm going to do it real simple, right? So when stress hits, serotonin is not released in your brain, right? And so when they talk about 
the products like Zola, Prozac, Pax, or all these other products that are out there, guess what? It's trying to replace Place. the 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 depletion mm-hmm. of that that's coming from the stressors that you're getting hit with. Guess what? And there's natural products out there, but the body is made in such a perfect way mm-hmm. that I'm not condoning saying you got to do pharmaceuticals. But guess what? Sometimes it's the only thing that can keep you mm-hmm. to that point till your body is able to pick back up. Right. But there's all types of things out there. I just say go in, get help, understand, learn about it and know that there's people out there that have counselors. We talk about it as scripturally. It says seek wise counselors. Counsel. And it's the last point on this. If it says to seek wise counsel, it's not always saying seek it just for advice and business, but it's also seek wise counsel when your equilibrium and your balance on decision and your thought processes is off. So, right. you know, those, those are just other things to Absolutely. be thinking about. So, so he, Rob definitely hit a space and right. hit a place because and that's real dear to me. I always tell people and I tell my friends who ask me, I said, people don't even realize what they're doing at home to their children. You are killing their dream, dream killers, one, and then you annihilate your kid because a kid is already, when they have a certain age, they're already afraid of the dark and thunder and the lightning. And then they have to listen to cussing, fussing, and fighting. Or if you don't say the right thing that for your mom or dad, then they jump up and they just, you know, annihilate you. You break your kid. And then... After they doing that and backing down so much, when they at school and somebody do that, they go into a shell. They don't even know how to take up for themselves. So you can't do your kid that way because you you setting them up to be. That's why you got all these bullying things going on. And then when they finally build up so much, that's why you get these kids that say, "Okay, we'll take this bomb," or "I'm bringing these guns." And it's it's don't get me wrong, it's no knock on nobody, but. It's about where it's coming from, right. and that's what it is. We this all comes into play with what we're talking about with sports and yeah, but, and yeah. everything. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we had we got off track, but we wanted to uh, make sure that everybody just make sure you go to the doctor and get checked out. But let me ask you this question, Rob. Um, we I'm I'm going to the the kids that came from Pal. We're going to talk about. It's like a you know a Desmond King or a Mike Weber or mm-hmm. a Damon Webb. And we talk about these kids. These kids were great football players when they played in the PAL League. They went on to college. They had great college careers. Can you tell me, in your opinion, why you think they fell so far in the draft? Yeah. So 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 some of it is that um you for for one uh the draft is so fickle when you start thinking about. I remember Mikey when uh. He was at Ohio State, and you know people know running back has so many uh, miles on their legs, right? Right. So, um, talent. When when people see talent, they know talent, mm-hmm. right? And if yes. I, if I can buy something for less because the value is down, they gonna do it, right, right? Right. But but think about how many Pro Bowlers, how many people that then you know became top players in the NFL that you know what's his name uh, Brown. From the uh, Steelers. From the Steelers, yeah. Antonio, yeah. Brown. Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? You start thinking mm-hmm. about these players that the scouts didn't see. Yeah. You know, they didn't know it. And they, they don't know what's within you. And these are still young men that are developing. You know what I mean? And learning mm-hmm. the game. I was sitting with a couple of athletes, and we were talking about seven-on-seven seven drills. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes what the NFL will expose is if you really understand the game. So this is something that I want to speak to all the coaches on is that um, 
you can't get caught up in teaching it just because you only know this part. You have to become a student of the game to prepare these kids to get there. I can run a 4-3, but if I don't know cover through, cover three, man under, if I don't know all those things, mm-hmm. guess right. what? It's only I'm only going to be able to go so far because when it comes down to making money, right. um, coach ain't got time to teach you that aspect of the game, teach right. you the understanding of the game. And so even at the college level, they will do a disservice because they will teach you a scheme but not teach you oh. to understand the game. So sometimes people will fall not because of that but the systems that they are playing in, right? Because when you start thinking about it, if I'm looking at and most of the defenses are in a 4-3 or a 3-4, whatever it is, mm-hmm. when I get drafted, sometimes you got to wait till that team fits your style of play. Gotcha. You it's know about what I mean? So, so it's it's – it's, it's more complex than just getting drafted. The, the the other thing part of it is, guess what? Every year there's another draft. So you got to also be able to play in a spot like special teams while the next running back is, is splitting time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody ain't meant to do special teams. Special yeah. teams is a warrior position. Yeah. You know what uh, I mean? All so, so the ERW is, players man, go to the sideline. And for people who don't know, that's eat, ride, and warm up players. Yeah. They do not want to play on special yeah. teams. And when, special teams is grown man ball. Absolutely. Yeah. And when you when you are uh, playing in a, a league of warriors, mm-hmm. um, it's not for the faint at heart. And guess what? After a while, if you can't, you don't understand what you're supposed to be doing. You, you're gonna go somewhere else and figure it out. But they're not gonna waste their dime sitting there. Yeah, you know it's too much I, money at stake. It's a business. It's, well, a, it's they, a business. They, well, they sure missed the boat with Desmond King because you see right now he's first team All Pro. Man, you and, can and if, you know what I'm saying? And he and he didn't go into the fifth round. Man. Yeah, but you got to understand one thing about it, and 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 it's very well said, Rob, is that you won't. We can't get one team on the phone right now who scouts or whoever say that they was wrong. They will not let you know they're wrong. Mm-hmm. They will stick with that person mm-hmm. and until the wheels go off because they don't want to, they don't want, they're not going to ever say they're wrong. They believe their system oh, is ironclad. Yeah. Just like the situation where they talked about drafting Haskins from Ohio State and then they took the guy from University of Duke. Yeah. Everybody know that's a big joke, but it's all left to be seen. It's about, Preparation and what you go do. Proper preparation. And 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 this this is the other thing about about, flourish. Yeah, this is the thing about Desmond that people don't know. It's also um, you can't put a weight on his work ethic. Mm -hmm. You can't put a a weight on his aptitude. I may run slower than somebody, but if I can, if I know where I'm going and I can get there, guess Mm -hmm. what? That's that slight change in speed is 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 made up. But you also you can't underestimate the systems that they go into. Right. Right. Some systems are ideal and some other players that are on that team mm-hmm. that are coaching you up, that are trying to build you up, they they help you get there and stay there as well. Every organization, when you think about remember the Clippers used to be terrible for years. Yep. Right. right. Because they had all them young players. They didn't have anybody developing them that were mature enough to but, help them get Doc to the Rivers, next level and Doc understand Rivers the game. Came in there. Yeah. Because he they had somebody that was a veteran, he happened to be the coach yeah. who could help bring them together. And he brought that chemistry that's needed on every team to be able to do it. Sometimes being drafted early can hurt you because you're going into a system and they need you to perform right right now. now. And guess what? Pressure, when they say bust pipes, it busts pipes. And when you're around all these grown men that's trying to win this dang Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. they ain't going to let you mess up their Super Bowl. 
They're going to say, Coach, you're going to need to sit this guy down. Yeah, sit him down. You know what I mean? And so sometimes talent rise up, but also don't think that talent is the only thing that's going to cause you to be sustainable in that league. It's a lot of things that happen. Right. Life is complex. And sports yes, is a complex thing. Right. You know, so and, and that's the beauty of it is that it's it's – you always stay a student of the game in every aspect of life. You tell me somebody that don't think they can get better. If Bill Belichick is still watching film because and he didn't want all these Super Bowls, it's because guess what? Now they're doing this different offense that he has to now understand and now get the players that can do that. He evolves. Yeah. As a coach, you have to learn to evolve. Yeah, right. The this, this stuff isn't new. Matter of fact, you think about these little league coaches that only run to the right side of the field. Guess, guess what they're doing? They're doing what works. That's right. Yeah. Right? Until yeah. somebody shows you broke, that you can't go it. to that side of the field or yeah. run the plays to my sideline. Yeah. That's right. Guess what? You ain't going to be able to stop it. That's right. And so the goal is at the end of the day, win the game. That's right. You know what I mean? And so when, when you start thinking about in the NFL, it's more complex. You got to continue to evolve and get better and be a student of the game. That's why I challenge these high school coaches. Man, I just was at Depsa, and some of the rooms weren't filled up like they were supposed to be filled up. Like like everybody out here is Vince Lombardi coaching. Yeah. You know what I mean? You need to get there, and if anything, offer your expertise. Right. Maybe you are the greatest and best coach ever, but sit in that room and share that knowledge with somebody else. You know what I mean? But yeah. you, you can't miss it. Kurt Blackwell just had his Central Michigan camp. Yeah. The room should have been off the charts when it came and to it coaches wasn't. being up in there. Yeah. You can't coach what you don't know. And most people say, I don't like this or I don't like that. Guess what? If the kids that you have on your team can function and be at their best running that, you, you probably want to learn that so you know how to run it so uh, you can win. Absolutely. Because everybody not going to make it to the NFL. Some of those guys going to become successful coaches, mentors. Uh, I know guys who didn't go and play because they wanted to be a dentist or they wanted to be a surgeon or a doctor. It ain't for everybody. And the name of the game now is get all you can while you can and get out for and prepare for life after football or basketball or baseball or whatever it is. You know, my daughter, she has a chance and she just told me the other day, I said, you're blessed. You're playing scholarship basketball. You're getting your degree in CSI forensic science. And she said, dad, I don't want to, they looking at me, but I don't want to play WNBA. I like my, I like my field yeah, I'm in and I'm going to make six figures. I'm going to be living like them. So I ain't got to do all that. I said, well, sweetheart, you do what you do. I said, but if I was you and they going to give it to me, though, <laughs> right. I'll take me one of them contracts right. and, and put that away for retirement and still go into your field. Right. So you got to, you know, you got to be playing chess and not checkers. Right. But yeah. she's blessed because you have experiences that you can speak to. Think Absolutely. about, think about the people that graduated from high school and went to college and they were the first person doing it. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, and they the first right. person doing it. In their family. You know what I yes. mean? And yeah. so yes. having someone that I always look, there's two things that people should be looking for. They got to be competent and know what they're talking about, but also have your best interests, right? right? And so too many yep. times people will hire an agent that's competent but don't have your best interests. Yeah. Or they'll have an uncle who has their best interests but they ain't competent in the things that they need to know to get them to where they need to go, and right? I'm, so you, you got to look at both of them. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because uh, – Used to play uh, tennis every week with Spencer Haywood and my coach. We used to play uh, tennis every week at Franklin. And one day Spencer Haywood was talking, and he said this on the uh, Hall of Fame thing, but I heard it well before. And he said, I had an agent, 
And he said, uh, I got to meet Phil Knight. And back then, he would, you know, he'd tell yeah. you, I was all everything right. and I was kicking, you know what? Right. And he said, Phil Knight told me, I can take this 70 or $80,000 or I can have some stock in Nike. And he said, I was thinking on the taking the stock in Nike because I was making some good money. But my agent swayed me mm-hmm. to take this money because now I know he wanted his cut. Mm-hmm. He said, but had I took that stock in Nike, I would be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. So I, that fits right in and what you said, you know, you get to be blessed. And I was blessed to hear that from him and just to be out playing tennis with his Spence is a great guy. And, you know, then lived some life, been through things and got over hurdles. It's not over. You got to get up. You got to stand up. You can't you can't put your head down. You you got to get up and keep it moving right. and say it ain't over till I win. Right. And you, yeah. you just have to be careful of thinking that it has to come in right. one way yep. or or it yep. has to look like this. That's exactly You know, right. it has to present in this way because we right. can think something's better because it's different. Yep. You know, so don't don't give up on people in the community because there's there's a lot of agents that are out there that have best interests mm-hmm. right and and mm-hmm. have competency you know what i mean you you can't try to take those dollars and we know sitting here there's dollars to be taken Absolutely. you know what i mean but guess what you getting taxed on those dollars right yeah. that money that you're gonna get on the short end they know that in 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 the community as i always say um there's a consumerism that takes place. So they know before we get it, we'll have it designated to things that depreciate as soon as you put that money and, and move that card or put that cash out there. Yeah. So we got to be thinking long term. Absolutely. We got to yeah. get people to help us to start thinking long term. As they say, ill-gotten gains go quick. That's money right. has a way of finding a destination. Mm-hmm. It's either going to go and stay in your pocket Right. So you show me somebody that pull out a wad of cash. That's a person that does not invest in their money. That's all they got. Right. Because if you've got money like that, guess what? You're not investing. It's not compounding because it can't no. compound when it's sitting in your, <laughs> your, your wallet and you set it up on your dresser drawer. You know what I mean? You, you should have little of that when you need it. You use it. But otherwise, it should be accumulating. It's compounding. Right. So you can be thinking long term. So I'm just sharing some of it. That's why we offer financial literacy. Right. We offer robotics. A lot of people don't know. Pal introduced robotics to over 43 schools schools. in two years. Yeah. Right. 43 schools in two years. When you got kids that are exposed to it, they'll be the ones that will be creating these different things that they know is needed in the community that they live in. Uh You know what I mean? So we do robotics. We do broadcasting journalism. We offer all these different things to help expose them once again to finding their greatness. And so I'm, I'm just, you know hype because I'm in here with you guys having a chance to That's be able to right. talk about the great things that we do. I, I, I really want to talk about just quickly the staff that we have, right? Oh, absolutely. My, my vision is that somebody that. would just gift us a million dollars so we could pay the staff what they deserve, right? right. Because they're passionate. They're hardworking. They give everything they give. Like like you were saying earlier, me Man. and Dave be on the road. We be hitting Bro. Southwest Detroit. Then we over Central Michigan. Then we had the NAACP event. And guess what? Then I got to go home, bring my little, my, my baby, my man, YL. He come with me mm-hmm. so we can go to all the different things. I want to expose him. Right. But we out there doing it because the mission is bigger than what we're doing. Right. right. I hugged him right. earlier and told him, I said, bro, when I pull up everything on Saturday, y'all 10 different places. Me and Dave be talking like B. I missed your call because I was. 
was here live and I was doing this. I said, man, y'all are doing a phenomenal job. And I know she's going to get me. I forget her name. What's her over there at one of your staff members, the nice lady who oh, came from? Because uh, she came from Country Day. Oh, uh, you talking about Stephanie Smith. Stephanie, Stephanie Smith, Smith is my a superstar. Girl, my girl. Superstar. You talking about the infamous of Superwoman, Miss Stephanie Smith. Oh, the only problem I got, she was Country Day. I mean, that's the only problem I got. <laughs> that's one of my rivals but, right but there. They but you know, they, they still blue they and gold. gold they still blue and gold, though. They bleed blue and gold. When we were sitting but, uh, down with her, the blue and gold, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, had to do it. You so know. we want to, I want to personally give her a shout out. You talking about a great lady and wisdom and passion and love the kids and just love to serve. She know what she was put here for. Absolutely. And it's and it's hard when he's talking about that. It's hard for me to think who he's talking about because we got so many people like that. And they do. They really you know do. I mean? I've been down and, and uh, Dave and Rob has invited me down. And matter of fact, they're putting me in the mix. I'm going to be in it, too, because I love the kids and I love the help as well. And we go figure it out. But we got big things coming in Detroit. I want to go to this next forum. The lines are open. We're in studio number three. The phone number is 248-579-5260. Everybody, this is the Hardcore Sports Talk Show. And we just uh talking about real life here, but I want to let Dave touch on this because he's talked about Voltec and all of that stuff and, and how many of the guys that play sports and parents have vision to send them to Voltec. I know guys that's retiring this year, and they never had nothing but a certificate from Voltec. few of my buddies that play ball, they stopped because they're chefs now, mm-hmm. or they, they got their own business with meat cutting. And, you know, a couple of guys that's attorneys, but uh, one of the main things he talked about, robotics, these guys got, I know three guys, and two of them retiring this year from Ford and GM and they played ball all the way up and went to college later on in life. They didn't go, but they got 30 years at Ford and GM or Chrysler, and they got it because they got their certificate from Voltec. My one buddy, Brian Dumas, told me, he said, man, a guy told me, and he said it was a white guy. He said he told me not that there's no cultural difference or anything, so nobody don't get funny. But he said, man, he told me, Brian, you ought to go into design. He said, that's the best B. That's the best thing ever happened to me in my life. He said, I make 175. He -hmm. said, I'm on this program for the, for the Lincoln, for the seats or whatever it is. He said, and I'm sending my son to college and my daughter coming up running track and playing tennis and I can put them in program. He said, I didn't see this coming. He said, I just went and got my degree from you know, Phoenix right. two or three years ago. And he said, I've made it all of this way with God's grace. So tell them how, how the Votech and stuff, how Bryhop and all those things tie in with PAL and what they do for everybody. Yeah. So if people are out there, it's, it's, you have to be careful thinking that there's only one way to get somewhere, right? Because you may be good with your hands and you can go out and guess what? Be a pipe fitter and, and make, make, make good money. Right. Yes. You know what I mean? You, you got people that, and let me let me explain that to you. Pipe fitter or someone that that uh, is an electrician, they naturally are are leaning towards an entrepreneur mindship, and you're getting paid while you're working to do mm-hmm. other people's jobs, where you now can create another revenue stream doing your own work. Right. Right? Focus hope. Yep. So so when you start thinking about that, 
even if you get your four degree, I would challenge everybody to get some type of trade experience because right, that's going to give you your best opportunity to be an entrepreneur. Right. Right. So go to college. But also, while you're doing that, just like you get your MBA, get you some type of trade type of experience because at some point you're going to realize that you need multiple revenue streams. You can't put your eggs in the same basket. You got to need multiple, multiple revenue streams if you're really trying to get to a point where you can do what you want to do, when you want to do it, how you want to do it, with who you want to do it with. That's when you start talking about true success. Absolutely. Right. You know. and, and I know Dad, I know David Greenwood, his uh you know, his director over there at uh PAL, I we know his story. He's a deporous man. I know Robert Dad said it, my dad said it, and I know my cousin Ron Dad said it. They all said it and my godfather, he used to make me and my god brother come with him and, and do heating and cooling in the summer because he said you give a man a fish, he eat for a day. You teach a man to fish, he can Absolutely. eat for a lifetime. Absolutely. So I mean, we know who we got here. I know who we brought here. That's why you here, Rob. Right. Very, very, very well said, man. And yeah. I just love you, man. And just I can't wait for the things that we go do. It's so exciting. I'm so happy to have you here and all of the people that we know and connected with. And, again, we 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 bringing it down. We got about five minutes left. We going to ask Rob some different questions, some <laughs> yeah, little let fun me, stuff. Let me do a shout-out real quick. Emerging yes. industry. So yes. for those people that want to get involved in a trade, we have a, a black-owned business, emerging industry, yes. Anthony Jackson. You yes. can find him on the website. Look up Anthony Jackson, Emerging Industries. They will teach you different workforce skills. All you need is a high school diploma, and if you don't have that, they'll help you get to that level, to to be able to get your GED, and then he can get you in a trade and guaranteed work. Guaranteed work after going through the trade. You just got to show up. Even if you got some glaucoma problems out there, right? You're dealing with glaucoma, and you're working on that, and you're trying to fight that off so you can get employment, we'll work with you on that as well. So just want to let you know there's all types of resources out there. You just got to take that first step. If you take one, there's people out there that will take two and three and four with you, but you got to take a step. Nobody's going to come to you and help you put the food in your mouth. Super right. information, Rob. Super information, Rob. Take all it right. away, Rob. All right, Rob. So, you know, this is what we do with all our guests. We just ask a couple fun questions at the end. Oh, there we go. Here we go. Uh, okay. So the first question is, at this point right now, what's your favorite food? Oh, man, uh, uh, short ribs. Short ribs. Yeah, Renee, <laughs> Renee do a mean short rib. That's right. <laughs> okay. You know, just don't put no barbecue sauce because she'll get insulted. That's right. <laughs> That's right. The seasoning is oh, it. Oh, okay. man. Okay, now, next question. What food is your guilty pleasure? The food that you say, you know what? I know I shouldn't be eating this, but uh, got to have it. Well, well, I'm a guy that forgives myself quick, so nothing is my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm quick to forgive myself, and right. I, I'll wait on you to forgive me. But you but did. I love I love some birthday cake. You okay. did. I go right. buy cake, buttercream, and, and put yeah, simple, my man. simple. I put my name on it. I put my cat's name on it. I put my ba- I put your name on it. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I only want a couple slices, but that's that's that my guilty cake pleasure. Get eight. Okay, yeah, yeah, but I already didn't forgave myself before that. Before you, before you can say something else, I'm right. good with it. Next, next like question. That. Next question. <laughs> Favorite sports movie. Oh man, I'm terrible with that, right? I didn't have concussion. I can't remember much at all with that. Uh, remember the Titans is one of them. Hey, that's, hey, that's me, my yeah, man. Yeah. All right, last question. What is the thing? What is your pet peeve? The thing that you hate to see? I, I, I hate people or I hate things that or, or, 
or I hate when empathy is not given to everybody else, right? Wow. All of us pray for grace and mercy, wow. right? So when I read sometimes, I don't think of, man, I'm glad they caught them or they deserve that. Mm. I think about quickly to, I don't want ever want to be judged to that point. So I want grace and mercy for me. So mm-hmm. even if they didn't done the most horrendous thing, right. I pray for grace and mercy that it's not to the extent that they have to pay and reap what they sow. Wow. All right. We're going right. to that's some seminary school stuff there, sir. Wow. But uh, we can appreciate that. Absolutely. We're winding down. We're getting ready to shut it down. I want to thank you, uh, Robert Jamison, for yes, being absolutely. here. My brother. We Absolutely. come up from a long way, and I'm so happy to be connected with you and Dave Greenwood and Pal and Stephanie over there again. We just, uh, I'm, I'm just happy to have you here, man. And we're gonna have more people here, and uh, we're gonna close it out here in just a second. We, yeah. The last thing here uh, before we go, can you just give the dates on the camps, the Jordan Lewis camp? Yep. Uh, so, so May 26th, June 29th. Um, then we got May 18th. We're doing a, a celebration, all four sports teams, 50th anniversary celebration. Right. Um, June 27th, we're doing a combine, which is going to be the first of a kind under the lights. So we got Where a lot of stuff. It's going to be at Detroit Pal. Oh, okay. So go to, uh, DetroitPal.org, DetroitPal.org. So not .com, but .org. You'll find all the different events that we're doing. It's so many I can't remember. Very good. Well, thanks for being here, Rob. This is the Hardcore Sports Talk Show. There we go. There we go. And this was just a great, great show. And we thank everybody who's out there listening. People, please call in. We are not going anywhere. We'll be back next week, next Monday, with another phenomenal guest. And we are out. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.